0: Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast, with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally, into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue.
1: Welcome, listeners, to the Writer's Block Party podcast. I'm the uh, novice writer, Prue Warren, and I thankfully am here with the experienced writer,
2: Meredith Bond.
1: Thank God, my leader, <laughs> my, my guide in all this crazy. Um, Meredith, we were going to talk about tropes today, but we changed our minds because uh, a couple days ago, my first book, was right. I know. Now I get to claim published author. Published. Yes. Self-publishing takes a little bit of pride and luster away from that, and I am self-published. But never mind. Never mind. Published author. I could give you a copy of my book if I needed to, but I'm not going to because you have to buy it. So today uh, we thought maybe we would talk the novice reader through what happens when the self-published book gets published. Excellent. I want to hear everything that you did. Oh God, I am, uh, I am awash. I'm, I'm, I'm swamped. Well, that's what I want. I'm swamped. There's water up to the gunnels. I'm, I'm practically going under. There's so much going on. Uh, I, I skipped balance class yesterday <sighs> because I was sound asleep. I couldn't wake up in time to go to my exercise class. I was so tired. Okay. Wow. Here's what I did. The first thing I did, and this is an unfair thing to say to most people, because most people are doing, are writing novels as a as a as a side gig, as a second career. They have a day job. I threw money at this issue, so most of what I'm going to say ultimately cost money. So I invested a lot in this, but I did very well, (laughs) if I may Mm -hmm. say so. I hired a promotions company. I hired L Woods Promotions. And a woman named Heather Roberts who owns that company took me on herself and has been amazing. So I'm paying her, listen to this. I'll tell you because it's an, it's, it's such a big number that it's kind of embarrassing. And So I'm telling you this the same way I would say, all right, I'll expose my flaws. I'm paying her $800 a month, $800 a month. That's a How lot.
2: Books,
1: it's a lot. How many books do you have to sell to recoup $800 a month? I have not reached that point yet. However, Listen to what happened. Listen to what she did for this. Yes. The first thing she did when I finished the book and I had it uh, edited, copy edited, proofread, beta read, um, the cover was designed, the formatting was gorgeous thanks to you, Meredith. Everything was all put together and I had uploaded it to Amazon and to BookFunnel and to the other thousands of sites where I'm selling the book. So you had put it and up for pre-order. I put it up for pre-order. On many sites, 10 different sites, which went to 65 different markets. I mean, a lot. Um, The first thing she did was send ARCs, advanced reader copies, to the stable of reviewers that she has. I don't know how she got them. I don't know why they are uh, committed to her. I don't know why. But she sent ARCs to the reviewers, and they began posting reviews in Goodreads. Amazon wouldn't let anybody post anything, but you could do it in Goodreads. She ran ads on Facebook beforehand to build interest, which I thought was, I mean, the release of a book is very interesting to the author, but to the regular world, like, so what? Building interest in the release of a rom-com seemed silly, but it does seem to have had an effect. Okay, then... She mailed all kinds of ads and blurbs to her stable of, of p- minions. I don't know who they are or how she gathered them. But apparently for weeks now, various websites and newsletters and Instagram and Facebook, all these people have been throwing the cover of my book, Sin and the Peanut Butter Cup, up on their sites and apparently generating interest. Excellent. Before I went live, I had 66 pre-orders, which was, you know, that's a nice I, number. That was, that was really nice, and I don't, I don't think I knew all of them, <laughs> which is, you know, <laughs> which is good. Um, I used some of the artwork she designed to post on my Facebook account and on my Instagram account. I have an Instagram account now. Crew mm-hmm. Warren Romcom. It's, it's, I'm not comfortable on Instagram, but I'm posting. Good. Then the book got released on January 12th, Mm -hmm. which is three full days ago now. She set me up with Facebook takeovers and a launch party. And I have never been to a takeover or a launch party. So I was very confused about what that entailed. And the first, I went to a takeover first and I went to this website, this Facebook group where nobody was there. I mean, they had, they apparently had 6,000 members of this Facebook group, but none of them were there while I was there. And I was given half an hour to post giveaways and information about my book. And by the end, I was, you know, shouting into this empty football stadium, uh, and, and getting quite snarky about it, which was stupid because you know, with time zone differences, if you do a giveaway, you're supposed to leave it up for at least 24 hours so that right. members wander through at different times. So by the end, when I was being snarky and saying, "I'll give you this prize if you prove you're alive," right? <laughs> by, the I, by the time I came back 24 hours later, there were 22 people going, oh, "I'm alive. I'm not, I don't know what you're about, and I'm here." So <laughs> I had a steep learning curve on the Facebook takeovers but I've gotten better at them now because I've done I think I've done 5 so far. Wow. Uh, and on on each one I'm giving away three things I'm giving away paperback copy of my book signed copy. No, not signed because I'm sending it directly from Amazon. Okay. I'm not getting involved in the post office. Isn't that awful? She no. said don't okay. send an ebook because a lot of people if they win they'll just return the ebook and get the money. Mm. And I thought okay if you do a paperback, they have to actually go back to the post office and it slows them down. So send them a paperback costs more, but it's worth it. Okay. I'm giving away $5 Amazon gift cards and I'm giving away a bag of Reese's peanut butter cups because, because of the tie into the title of sin and the peanut butter cup. So that's like the total value is about $20 per takeover. And I've, I've, met a lot of people and and on some of the takeovers there are people there and I can chat with them and that's entertaining and I'm learning fast last night's takeovers the first one's oh god I'm so sorry to be disorganized the the apparently one of the things that you do when you're an author and you do a takeover is you say if you sign up for my newsletter you will be and prove to me that you've signed up for my newsletter you'll be entered into the drawing for my $5 Amazon gift card which like my email inbox is so full anyway i can't imagine $5 would be enough to lure anybody in but apparently people get lured in but i didn't realize that so i was giving away $5 Amazon gift cards if you answered the question which is better chocolate or licorice and so <laughs> which is not as useful as a promotion but i had a good time so last night what I did was I said for the free copy of the book I said you have to read this whole post and tell me what you think and then I posted the prologue to the book so they had to read the Mm -hmm. opening nice good I I thought that I thought that was better so that would if they were if they were if they were able to be lured in that would help them to to lure them in I don't I haven't been back to look yet I'm sure that Um, that worked I think that I think that I'm yeah. sure that read that got a lot of
2: sales because people would start reading the book and they're like, oh, okay, then let's
1: read the rest of it. Good, good, good. So I got smarter. It took me a while, but the learning curve, learning curve was steep. Now, uh, Elwood's promotions offered, um, and they offered the book. You can win the book if you will sign up for Prue Warren's newsletter, mm-hmm. and if you sign up to follow her on. Bookbub. huh And I went from 0 followers on Bookbub when I started to 73 followers now. Nice. But I don't think they're very high quality followers. They don't really care about me. They just anyway, I don't know. Any anyway. It doesn't um,
2: matter. You don't need high quality followers on Bookbub. The followers on Bookbub only mean that when your next book comes out, they will be notified
1: of it. All right. All right. All right. So that's good. And my newsletter is now up to 304 people. Thanks. Except nineteen of them are unconfirmed, so it's really two hundred and eighty-three. But still, still, I'm 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 happy with that. Okay, yes. so that was the takeovers and the launch party. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had um, volunteer reviewers from my newsletter. Six of my newsletter people said that they would write a review if I sent them an arc, and I did, mm-hmm. and they have. One of them decided that she would, she had trouble getting her review posted because the headline of her review was "Jesus H Christ on a bicycle." Yeah, and apparently it <laughs> took Amazon a few days to go. Well, I don't know. We'll let that one go, but it did just post today, so I had to write her back and say, "Is that is that is that a good Jesus H. Christ on a bicycle or a bad Jesus H. Christ on a bicycle?" It's Hard to tell. She said five stars, five stars. It's great. So, um, now for BookBub, there's BookBub ads, but apparently you have to have fifty reviews that are four and five stars. Is that right? I, Do you know that? No, I don't know about that. Okay. No, Somebody, BookBub yeah. ads, you can, BookBub ads
2: are what you buy. A BookBub posting, a listing on BookBub, you have to apply for to get. So there are two different types of, of listings okay. on BookBubs. One you pay for as an ad at the bottom of the newsletter, and one is part of the newsletter.
1: Okay. Somebody in all my experiences said, You can't have this yet. You need to have 50 reviews that are three, four, or five stars, which I didn't have at the time. We get down to promo stacking in a minute. It must have been one of them. Okay. Story Origin wrote to me and said, Switch to published. Your date has come. Switch to published so that your reviewers can post their reviews now. But nobody had signed up on Story Origin to review my book anyway. So, Story Origin. And Book Sprout seemed to be not as valuable to me. And then there was um, Voracious Readers Only, which, I, mm-hmm. which is where you pay to have someone review your book. And I was supposed to do it four days before the book released. Mm-hmm. But I forgot. Whoops. So that's out. Um Elle Woods is running ads on Facebook for me. And actually I just talked to them about changing the ad instead of just being hilarious book, you should read it. I've changed it now. I've asked her to change it to when the world is in chaos, you deserve a rom-com. Because I think, I think one of the reasons why I'm doing fairly well is because everybody's upset about COVID and about storming the Capitol and about tensions of the inauguration so i may have hit at a really nice moment for just give me something fluffy to read
0: right
1: i'm running an ad in this this is the promo stacking the fussy librarian Excellent. which was a very cheap ad but has a lot of people who read it yeah and i now have an account with written word media i'm running ad promo stacking ads in red feather romance bargain mm-hmm. booksy and new in books Excellent. new in books was quite an expensive ad it was like five hundred dollars wow Elwood Woods said, do it, it's worth it. So I said, okay. Um, and then I spent the day monitoring things like Amazon. Mm-hmm. And for a few brief minutes there, my Amazon rank was like 5,700. Which and now weird. today, just before we started talking, I'm at 9,252. And don't <laughs> think those every number doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I have 22 ratings, and they're 4.7 out of five stars is my average. Fantastic. 21 reviews on Goodreads. I have 24 ratings and my average is 4.67 out of five
0: nice. and
1: 19 reviews. And I've sold 189 books uh, through Amazon. And uh, there are other platforms where I'm selling, but I went and checked them out like yesterday, which was a million years ago. And it was like one on Apple and one on Kobo. So hmm. You were right. Amazon is the, the big gorilla in the room. Right. So that was a whole lot. That was apparently about 15 minutes of me just blah. Uh. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel like it's been 15 minutes of blah.
2: <laughs> so actually it's been three days point, of blah. <laughs>
1: blah. What? What? What am I supposed to do? And I still have, let's see, I have I have one more takeover on Sunday. Okay. So, um, and then apparently it's a slow, slow inevitable trickle to death. <laughs> no. and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that.
2: <laughs> and then you just leave it alone and let the book do its thing. Um, yeah, book... Along with, you know, a few Facebook ads or whatever.
1: Right. Right. But the first flush, I mean, Amazon is, I have an I have a I have a ranking on Amazon that makes me proud. Although I am aware that a ranking of nine thousand is not going to get me on a lot of pages, but that's fine. That's fine. I'm still proud of nine thousand. Amazon is happiest with a book when it's first released, right? I mean, it's not. It's going to be hard for me to generate the same kind of uh, interest in the book now, three days later when I had. The first flush of interest, right? Um I think you can
2: you can write that probably for another few days. Probably for a week or two, that first flush of interest. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I can't help believe that there are any people left who want to read it who haven't read it yet. <laughs> no, no, there there are thousands, honestly. Well, all right. Well, I hope they will like me then. God. It's very hard. And every, every, I'm, I'm reading these reviews like, like, um, like smog on a pile of gold, right? I'm, I'm all curled up around these reviews like a dragon in a cave. Like, ah, look what this one said. Look what this one said. But I also think about <clears throat> book two Dash and the Moon Glow Mystic. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got to do better than I've done so far because now the bar is high. Now I should have, I should have done something that was okay. Right. And then I I could have done better.
2: No, no. You want the first one to be fantastic. And then because then they'll buy the second one. The second one doesn't need to be quite as good. But then the third one needs to be fantastic once more. OK, so All right. they go on to buy the next one. Right.
1: All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, I'm going to make I, I, it's, it's funny because you and I were talking just last week about um, the sacrifice right in goal conflict and motivation your hero and your heroine each have to sacrifice something to Mm -hmm. get to their happily ever after Mm -hmm. and i i had a brainstorm i was like i know exactly what i'm going to do and it's it's it remains clear to me and in fact i've refined it i've made it stronger in the last week but there hasn't been 15 minutes to sit down and write anything so Mm. so now i need to walk away from constantly checking Amazon and Goodreads and right. I've got to, I've got to calm down and work on the next book. That's, that's my goal. Um, If you listen to,
2: oh God, Melissa Gilbert's uh, Ted talk,
1: Melissa Gilbert little house on the Prairie.
2: No, the Melissa. Oh, I always forget her last name. Um, The one who wrote eat, pray, love. Okay. Okay. You read her book, um, Magic. No. No. I did not
1: okay. No. Wait. We're we both we're both looking it up now. I gather. Yes, we are. <laughs> Amazon. Quick. I happen to be on Amazon. I <laughs> Love. Well, Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes. Okay. Um, and did she write something? What? What? What is it that you want me to read? Or, no, it's a TED talk, but there was a book in there.
2: There was a book in there. Um, but no, read here. Big Magic is her book How to A Creative Life and Let Go of Your Fear.
1: Hang on, I gotta (laughs) see. Hang on, God bless. Golly, okay,
2: Big Magic. Yeah, um, I will post a link to to her TED talk on in our show notes. Okay? Um it's incredibly inspiring. It's incredibly fantastic. She gave this talk many years ago, soon or uh, like a year after Eat Pray Love came out. And it's all about the stress and anxiety of following up a big hit.
1: I think that's excellent, but I am laughing at the thought that sin in the peanut butter cup is like eat, pray, love. Okay. Let's pretend it is. Okay. <laughs> that, you are
2: doing really, really well with your, with your release and you should, because your book is fantastic. However, there is the threat that you could fall into a bit of imposter syndrome trying to follow up a hit, which is what she did. The stress and anxiety and the absolute positive knowledge that she could never ever write a book as good as Eat, Pray, Love. Just totally made it impossible to write another
1: word. That's very interesting. And she figured it out. She wrote Big Magic. Yes.
2: She figured it out. She gave a TED Talk and she wrote Big Magic, the book. All right. So they are both really so wonderful. She is so inspiring. She is so fantastic. Read the book and or watch the TED Talk. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. No, I told you I'm reading Joseph Campbell's Yeah, um, Man of a Thousand Faces, which is dense. Oh, right, sure is. But pretty, pretty fascinating. Pretty fascinating. fascinating. So I'm, um, I'm obedient to you. Don't tell, <laughs> don't, don't tell me to kill the mailman because I might be forced to. So be careful. You have power here. Look out. <laughs> be wary. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth Gilbert. Big Magic or TED Talk. Maybe both. Or both.
2: (laughs) Um, The TED Talk isn't very long because, you know, TED Talks.
1: TED Talks, right.
2: Um, But I will post a link to it so that you can easily click on it in their show notes. um, And watch it because it's it's really good. But, I mean, so as you are working on your next book, Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. That you don't have to make it as fantastic as sin and the peanut butter cup. Uh,
1: okay. All right. I, I love the second book too. I'm sure you but do. It's not, it's not, it's not, uh, you've read you've read sin, you know, there's Maddie, the, this, the sweet demented old lady who mm-hmm. seems to be popular on all these reviews. And I don't really have a Maddie. I do have some good characters though. All right, I'm going to I'm going to stay calm. Yes. I'm just going to calm about it. Yes. I'm going to study my Elizabeth Gilbert and remain calm.
2: There you go. There you yes. go. But it sounds like you are doing all of the right things and although you paid through the nose, you're getting really good advice and really good um work for for the money that you paid. She's it sounds like your publicist has a good stable of reviewers and influencers. Um, it would have been nice if she had given you some direction on how to do a, a Facebook page t- takeover. Um,
1: well, I, in, in her defense, she did. I just didn't absorb it. Right. I mean, there was just too much going on. So right. she did handholding. Mm -hmm. But I was, my hands were too full for my hand to be held at that point. So uh, I don't, I don't blame her at all.
2: Okay. And the other thing is, is that different Facebook pages do Facebook takeovers differently. And so when you're going to do a takeover, you should look and see what other people have done. What the, the, what's expected.
1: Right. 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 I actually wanted to go to a Facebook takeover before uh, before I did one myself, and she had one on her page, but it got canceled and sort of nobody was n- noticing. So I was sitting on her page once again, all alone in a football stadium, like,
0: "Hello, is anybody
1: here?" So it just took me a while to realize that the the, the Facebook takeover audience has a time delay, has a serious time delay. So it's all well, right. better- It can, it
2: can. Or, I mean, I've done one where there was no time delay, where people were just right there, right with me participating. Um, but it was a more active takeover. So I had to create four or five different games and post them. And each game came with its own small giveaway. And then it built up to a much, to a bigger giveaway. Wow. Wow. Um, I think, I think that they, no, maybe I didn't even do it that way. Maybe I just only had the one big giveaway at the end, but I had to, had to create games and that's how I was, how I got the the takeover because they actually said what are you going to do what's the theme of your takeover ah. and so I looked on their on their Facebook page and I saw that they had all of these games and things that they posted and people participated so um, so the the theme of my my, give, my takeover was um a ball oh no it wasn't it was it was the the fashion party because in my first book a hand for the duke I have my heroine is a modiste a, a dressmaker and she has her mother throws a fashion party for her to build up interest in her dresses and get people to buy her dresses
1: nice and you got you used it to get people to buy your book and I used it to get people to buy my book which meant ah that I
2: had to have people, you know, so I made um, graphics where I put like, you know, six different gowns, Regency gowns on it. And I said, okay, which is yours? Which would you like to wear? Um, and people responded and they said, oh, I would definitely wear number three, but the neckline isn't low enough for me. I would put a much <laughs> lower neckline. And or number two, and but the color's not quite good for me. I would want it to be a slightly the,
1: and you know people were active and they were responding and they were participating. Good. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Here's one of the one of the things that Elwood's promotions did for me was that she hosted a um, release party, a book release party, mm-hmm. and scheduled. Um, there were I think there were five or six other authors who came in, I, I was from seven to seven 15 and then someone else was from seven fifteen to seven 30. Mm-hmm. And the thing that dazzled me was like, I did my three posts right here. I'm right. giving away Reese's and a $5 gift card, a copy of my book. Right. And now it's seven 15. And now it's time for Becky. And the next author came on and she said, um, well, welcome. Congratulations, crew on the release of your first book. I will give away a copy of Prue's book if you sign up for her website and prove it. It was, it was. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. It was so kind. And it was throughout. I, I must remember this if I'm ever involved in a book launch party, that it really was a coming together of a community of, of authors. I didn't know we'd never met before. We all are represented by the same promotions company, but we'd never met. And they were to a woman. Kind and welcoming and supportive and focused a lot, not just on their books, but on my book. It was. That is
2: wonderful.
1: Really encouraging. It was really encouraging. I was very impressed.
2: That is terrific. I love that. I love that.
1: I analyzed at the end, there were, I think a total of six or seven authors, including me. And I because I'm a nerd, looked at who had responded, and there was one author who had like 20 or 30 more responses than the others. There were, she'd obviously brought people with her, people were interested. And I think I'm going to email her. I'm going to find out if Elwood's Promotions will let me have her email address and just ask her how she's built this following of people who apparently are just following her around participating in her takeovers. They, I think they are her super ambassadors. And and that's, that's the goal, right? I mean, You can just Facebook message her. Yes, I can. By God, that's brilliant. (laughs) Yes, I can. And just say, I'm a new author
2: and I'm looking for advice. It was probably her street team. And Let's explain, what is a street team? Oh, a street team is a group of super fans. Um, some authors, you you get them generally from your newsletter group, um, and you ask them to join like a, a special Facebook group that is closed and just for them. And then you post special stuff there, and you and it's a place where they can discuss your book. Or whatever it is they're reading, and they—they're just—they're super fans, and they, at what, at they what point promote you, you and so on.
1: At what point? <laughs> my book's been out for three days, Meredith. I have no idea. At what point do you say to your newsletter list, "Hey, you want to be in a super group?" I mean, yeah. Seen,
2: I mean, what, and some some people go for it, and some people don't. Um, I tried it, and I got two takers. That was it. Uh, and so I decided not to do it. Um, some people are, just have really active super fans and they love getting together with each other and with the author to discuss the book or other. So the author goes
1: to that Facebook page too and has a little chat. Yeah. Because I know you have to be your, a
2: presence there.
1: Your law was thou shalt not respond to reviews. Right. right and but I've been this very- is not reviews. Yes, I've been very careful not to interact with people, even though I wanted, what I want to do is say, what do you mean three stars? What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not, but I like this idea that you could have a more immediate dialogue with people. Yes. How many people would you have on the street team? Uh, you can have
2: like 10 or 20. You don't want it to be too big. I mean, big, big authors might, you know, have a lot more people, but the whole point of it is exclusivity.
1: And do you call it a street team? Do you say, do you want to be on my street team? Yeah. There's so much I don't know. My God, there's so much I don't know. All right. Well, I'm not going to do that yet. No, it's too early. Let's talk about it again. Yeah. I would like another another book or so in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I can ignore this. My hands yes. are full. I can't pick up anything else. <laughs>
2: well, let <must> be exhausted.
1: <laughs> I, you know what I am. I am emotionally. I'm swamped. I'm just sort of swamped. And I have, you know, my son is home with me and he's lovely and I'll go, guess where my book is now. And he'll be like, uh, uh, okay, where, um, but he's not, You know, he doesn't, he's also been forbidden to read the book because there are sex scenes and he's not allowed to know about any of that stuff. Um, The boy is how old? (laughs) Oh, he's 22. He just doesn't want to get in my head. Oh, yeah, no. I don't, he doesn't want to read it and I don't want to read it.
2: Right. But I
1: don't have, I mean, my my husband died four years ago. There's nobody else who I can say, ha, who will say, ha, back to me. right? Right. I talk, I call my sister occasionally and she's very kind about it. (laughs) <laughs> but it is emotionally it's a it's a I'm very lucky but I am very so very tired so yes
2: it is overwhelming
1: it is it is overwhelming and the concept of self-publishing is such a joke because there are thousands of people involved in this it's not <laughs> self-publishing the only thing I don't have is how Mifflin's imprint right I mean everything else is It's such a collaborative effort. Unbelievable collaborative effort. And I'm grateful to you and everyone. So many people. I'm taking a cleansing breath now.
2: Good. Okay. Yes, absolutely.
1: Let's talk about next week. Yes, ma'am. We are going to talk about tropes next week.
2: Yes, we are. Okay, good. Yes, we are. Good.
1: Good. Because every time we talk, I figure something else out about my book. So, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's run a little faster, girls and boys. More, more. Okay. So, listener, I don't think you've made any comments yet, listener. I don't think you've let us know you're alive, listener.
2: Um by the way, I realized we have not mentioned our website in a while because we're always talking about the show notes. But do people know where to find uh, said uh, show notes?
1: I believe you can find said show notes at the Writers Block Party Podcast.com.
2: You are so right, Prue.
1: Astonishingly, it was not a name that had been used before. We were able to get the name. Woo. <laughs> but if you go to the writers block see how quickly that <laughs> from my tongue. Um you can get the show notes and download things like where to find the TED Talk by Elizabeth Gilbert,
2: and there are worksheets in other show notes. There are so many links we have provided to all sorts of fantastic books and websites and blog articles and so many things. There, it's just a bevy of
1: information for any new author. Yes, it is. What a great opportunity for you, listener. And you could leave a comment. You could leave a comment. Absolutely. You could tell us you were alive and that you listen while you're doing laundry or working out or driving in the car. Because we'd love to know. We'd love to envision you. Oh, that's our timer. 35 minutes. Okay. (laughs) So that's enough. (laughs) I'm I'm a rigid schedule. I've got to go. I've got to check Kindle. Come on. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) All right. All right, Meredith. All right, listener. Prudence has reached her saturation point. <laughs> I have to go lie down in a dark room with cool cloth over my eyes.
2: <laughs> I think you should get your son to massage your feet while you do so.
1: Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get him. You're gonna you're gonna have to have a chat with him because he's not he's not compliant. All right. I'll envision it though. <laughs> Thank you, Meredith. Thank you, listener.
2: Thank you so much, Pru. I'm so happy that you are having a good first book launch.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, I'll talk to you next week.
2: Absolutely.
1: Bye.
0: That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it. So check out the website at theWritersBlockPartyPodcast.com. One word. That's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with Mary and Prue or ask questions for the next podcast. Write with joy, friends, and see you next week.